Oh, T, no shade. Um, Tony L and J. What type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Um, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one tray. Um, it's all T, no shade. All T, no shade. Ladies and gentlemen. May I have your attention? Welcome back to All Tea No Shade Podcast. What's going on? What's up, gentlemen? Hey, everything. We are serving tea without the shade as always, so pull up a seat and let's start sipping. I am ready to sip again. I'm ready to sip. All right, so let's get into Who Am I? 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 No, 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 I'm five. Last, last week. week, I won. I actually think you won the last two weeks, I feel like, almost. Son I can't remember. Son I'm so a... good. Uh, I'm not even trying to win, y'all. I'm trying to get you guys Some to... of them are kind of tough. Then you always use the word infamous. I'm like, oh, infamous. Yes. Okay. Infamous and means then be bad. Like, then it be somebody yes. like Goddamn, uh, Hernandez. I'm like... Right. He's infamous. Mm. Nigga, that nigga. <laughs> All right, what we got? All right. Okay, this person um, is an actor... Okay. And a producer. Producer, actor. It's a lot of them. And he can sing. Actor. He can sing. Rapper. Oh, no, you, take, you didn't say rapper, did you? I did not say rapper. Actor, singer, producer, you said. Mm-hmm. You play piano? Pharrell. Uh, maybe. Yes, I think so. Um, He's 50. Oh, it, um. He's from Dallas, Texas. Shanae, Texas. Got, I Dave got Fox. it. I got it. Yes. Game over. Fuck. I'm gonna let you have it. <laughs> no, Jay gets it. That's fucked up, uh, man. So I was waiting. He was right, that. right? He's right, right? He's right. I'm gonna fuck it. I was like, uh, so you said Texas, motherfucker. So Jimmy, and he's fifty. Yeah, Jimmy Fox is. Thanks, Tony, for that win. I appreciate that. Win. So I was, terrible. I was thinking uh, the fucking female he plays, uh, not Shanae, but uh, you always have a pro- you know it, I, but you yeah. be thinking exactly. about the most odd stuff that instead of saying funny. the name. That is funny. So Jimmy Fox is hosting the BET Music Awards, oh, which son of a dick. yeah happened last Sunday. Um, oh, that's the rerun we just saw earlier. No, no, no. no By the time this airs, it'll be last Sunday. Oh, gotcha. Stay with us, Jay. Okay. Gotcha. Stay with us. <laughs> Look, I haven't watched it in so long. I'm so out of touch. All right. So, God damn it. And so, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the commercials, but did you see the commercials for the BET Awards? Yeah, it reminded me of uh, Coming to America. No, I didn't see it at all. <laughs> it was like a spinoff of Coming to America, yeah. like that kind of com- comedy, mm-hmm. but it was Black Honda. Oh, no. really? And I actually kind of hated it because I, the thing I love about Wakanda is that you saw black people in such elevated, like, Dignified yeah. no positions, no buffoonery. No, no buffoonery. And man. then here you are, you're taking our Wakanda, which is like black people are epic and royal, yeah. and now like making it, you know, back back on some coon level, you know. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see it. I can't really speak on it, but I would take your word for it though, because I, I I didn't listen to it, so I, I saw it. I didn't know that it was on that level there. You but know, I did it, see the uh, coming to America. It always goes back to comedians always pushing the. The barriers, you right. know, and I think he is trying to make fun or make jokes about the thing that's been most popular for in black culture, yeah, the last year. But I agree. I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to. 
Don't make it. He got to stay relevant though. He has to stay relevant because you think about it. He's kind of struggling right now. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. That's why he's about to fall off. So yeah, he's kind of struggling. Not about to. He to me, he's fell off. Like he had that good little run, and then everybody has a decade, right? For the was it the Ray Charles movie? The Ray Charles movie. Yeah, but then he hasn't like acted for a while. He's acting. He's done some movies. They just kind of bomb. All right, so we are now. I got ten wins. Can I get point five for that? Tony and L. Like we shared a half a sack. No, like, you know what I'm saying? Like football. No, Tony. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was reading you the whole time. He was like, Shanae, I was like, Yes, you gotta keep Jamie. your clues to yourself because you clued him in. Thank you. All right, so let's get into our listener shout out. Who we shouting out today, Tony? Ooh, today the listener shout out goes to Elizabeth Thompson, who resides in Orlando. Hey, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Thompson. Elizabeth, shoot him. She used to be a. Uh, what? You never watched uh, you never watched that uh, yeah, History that Channel show, yeah. Louisiana, Louisiana, Louisiana. Swamp, swamp people. I've seen swamp people, but I haven't. Shoot him! Shoot him! A little bit. Oh my God! You're talking about Doug. Shoot him! Shoot him! No, 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 no! Shoot him! Oh, shoot him! Troy, that's his Troy. name. Troy. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, I love he actually show. came here when... I freaking um, love Troy. He came to Tampa when uh, Bass Pro Shop opened up, and they had him there. For oh, yeah? Him. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> was yeah, there. he... I love autograph and everything. I don't know why, because I feel like he's super country, but I just feel like he's so freaking lovable. Like, I yeah, want to hang he, out right, with right. him. I feel like he he's would treat dude, me like man. my child. Like, I would, he would treat me like I was his child. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Like, he well, just... Oh, you know, little whole lot of hip hard to find. I had to love watching oh Troy. That was, that was my dude. Yeah. Help hard to find him. I got to get this gator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dead. Good. I am Sorry, dead. Elizabeth, for messing up your I'm name. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Funny. <laughs> Elizabeth Thompson. Elizabeth Thompson riding in Orlando where they got them gators at. They got gators over there. I'm coming, Elizabeth, get them gators. <laughs> Shout out, Shout out, Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth. We appreciate you because you got us on a whole beautiful segue. <laughs> we appreciate appreciate all of our listeners. Absolutely. So, thank you guys thank so you. much. And if you are a listener, make sure you add us on Facebook at All Team No Shade. Add us on Instagram at All Team No Shade Podcast. Send us an email at All Team No Shade Podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to be old school, send us in a text message or leave us old a voice school. message. You can hit us up at 646 646- Four eight one two three six eight. That's six four six four eight one two three six eight. All right. All right, gentlemen. How was your week? Hey, how was your week, Jay? My week was pretty fantastic. Oh, nothing pretty good. I saw you on social media. Yo, I've been really busy on social media lately because I I feel like I need to. You want to show out? I really show out, but you know, content content is king. So, but, you know, Cuba is 60 days away, so I'm, like, focused super right now. So, I did, I worked out five days this week. Five days. Yes. Damn it, man. Five days. Fuck. I, I rode my bike 28 miles. Some bullshit. Um, I even paid somebody to prep my meals. What? Shout out to uh, Julius Forte and Forte Fuels out of Tampa. Yeah, man. It's been good, too. So, I did that. Um, he delivers your food if anyone's interested, so. Oh, yeah, I might need to, that. I'll let me. How much is it? Um, for the fourteen meals, I paid one forty. Okay, so I mean, good. ten dollars a meal. I have right. for 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 the most part. Um, and I started a cleanse, so this liquor ain't gonna help me. But let me tell you, that cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my week's been pretty good outside of that. Okay, blow to that. 
How's your week been, Tony? Man, my week's been great, but uh, compared to listening to you, like I'm getting disturbed about my pond body. Totally. I don't know if I can do anything about this pond body here. And you got meal plan, working out five days, and uh, doing swimming pool stuff. I saw that. I saw you Yo, doing swimming pool. Yo, man, I'm bro. just like so, you killing it. I just I, got to a point where other day I was I was thinking myself. You're not where you want to mm-hmm. be. I'm like I'm still young. I mean, I mean I'm 37, but right. I know people who are 50 that's in better shape than I am yeah. at this point. I said, I already have no excuse other than just not making time. I'm going to snap right. out of my man. I just, so, I'm, I don't know. I'm in like a funk of fucking working out. Like, I just, I've done it all my life to like, I'm just yeah. like, I'm chilling right now. But I know I'm going to snap back because I'm being forced to because like when I stand up, my stomach's going to hit this table and make a noise. It ain't like that, that. Bad. It, ain't, <laughs> it ain't that. It ain't as bad. So I look like a letter P when I'm in the bathroom and I get in the mirror, stuff in the mirror, like a lowercase P because I'm short and the stomach is <laughs> sticking out. It's crazy, man. So I'm trying to, you know. I but hate, other than that, I've gotten to a point where I hate working out too. But that's why I'm trying to find things that I actually enjoy. So that's why I went and bought a bike a couple of weeks ago. So I've been bicycling. See, you're doing everything. Yeah. With, yeah, I've been swimming. So it's showing out. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a, I'm a skinny fat nigga. I'm I hate sorry. you. I know. Um, I've actually had a pretty good week too. So this is gig. Let's che- cheers to that. <laughs> cheers. Cheers to a good freaking week across cheers. the board. Cheers, cheers to all cheers. the listeners who had right a good now, week, we and double it. cheers to those who had a bad week. Um, but <laughs> it's gonna be a better week here for y'all. Um, my week was pretty good. I performed again. Oh. So I told you guys we have a congress coming up. So right now we're so pretty much performing every weekend just to prepare for that. And so, and it went pretty well. It was in front of a lot of my friends, so I was very nervous. <laughs> I was very nervous. So, she said in front of a lot of her friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of my dance friends. Did yeah, you well, get it? I didn't get it right. I didn't get it right either. Okay. No. I can't. The two yeah. of them. She just see us on these days. We just, we just you side guys are, friends. Um, we're just side what's friends. What's Saz? What was Scissor? Scissor's. Side part. <laughs> what was Scissor's song? Your man is my man. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. On the weekend. The weekend, so yeah, I know you're talking about. You got nine to five on the weekend. Um, no, I don't know that one. You know it. What? You know Sizzle song. She okay, made, yeah, she to, made uh, that song. Oh, put her on, cut uh, the recording. Gambino's, we uh, need to put you on. I probably know. I on to get yeah, yeah, you heard it. It'll just, her tune is off. That's all. You ain't going to do me like that. That's what you're not going to do. I'm going to replay the song I'm gonna right now. I'm going to play it. That's what you're not going to do. I'm going to add a clip. That's it right there. Go off on my key. Okay. That's it right there. But I had a good week. So I've been, you know, back in the gym, back on my intermittent fasting. Nice. Um, and just being conscious and mindful of what I'm wearing. But part of it is just because I'm in performance season. So I'm going to be walking around in a lot of skimpy clothes mm. just because costumes are never, they never cover your entire rare. So I just need to make sure. Uh, Where do you buy this stuff? Get it tight. Get it right. Where do you get this stuff from? The get costumes. Tight, get it right. Yeah. The costumes we get made. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, so where is the this big Congress event? The big Congress event is happening next week. It's at Orlando. It's called the Orlando, Orlando Salsa Congress. Oh my god, I get to use my Troy voice. And when I go <laughs> Salsa girl. Salsa girl. <laughs> salsa girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it starts on Thursday and it goes till Monday and we've taken a whole hotel um and to the point where the hotel in front of it, where it's so booked that the overflow is there another hotel that's right next to it. Jeez. So we've booked out the whole hotel. I mean, I probably won't be able to make that one, but real what's, talk, I do want to make one of your. What's the events. date? I know if they're local, I yeah. would definitely. What's the date on it? The I perform on Friday. Oh, okay, cool. But it uh, starts on Thursday. Oh, oh, this week coming. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So we are hmm. T minus like four days. All right, right guys. Hey. So. Um, 
Correctly, yeah. I think the score was yeah, I won and yeah, Tony won. lost because I mean the me winning sounds really. We just gonna stop doing taking a lot of. I mean Tony taking a lot of L's. We just gonna stop doing fucking pop quizzes. You taking a lot of L's and I'm not. <laughs> and you're not. I'm not talking about myself. All right, I'm rather. But you right. supposed, oh, you supposed to take a lot of. You supposed to, not mind. I'm bringing my goddamn <laughs> goddamn. You supposed uh, to know music though. We're doing a new segment next week, y'all. All right. Well, maybe you have better <laughs> luck this time. All right, so as always, um, in case you don't know, every song that you find here or that you hear here on our podcast, you can find on the All Tea No Shade playlist on Spotify. We want to make sure all the artists are getting their due, um, and rightfully so. So, we're going to play a couple songs. We're going to see if Tony and Elle can <laughs> guess out who it is. I'm ready. And then I'm going to hit you with a little bit of trivia. Don't be shazamming over there. Put your goddamn phone down. I'm not. She's examining. Listen, if you can, try <laughs> to examine. Yeah. Just because you're a cheater doesn't mean I'm a cheater. How about that? Try to get it before they do. Y'all ready? Here is. Well, we know the weekend ain't gonna be on there. No, and this is a. Well, this weekend. song is actually. I give you a little hint. This song is from the '80s. Oh, I thought we weren't doing anything below the I wanna, '90s. I want to give Tony a chance. I was. I was barely born in the '80s. You'll know this song though. You might heard it through the uh, testicles no. when you was traveling through. You know what? Wow. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> you gonna know this song, All right? Here we go. <laughs> Tony, guess, man. Stop dancing. I don't know the name though. Wow. Hold on, Luther Vandross. There you go. <laughs> Damn it. You know what I'm no, I've heard it. I was trying to figure out who it was. I know all Luther. Luther's king. Come on, dance a little bit. Hey. Uh-uh. All right, so I got one. Yay. You got one. That's better than last week. You got mm. love. So last here's some week. trivia. I know all the songs, though. You I just don't know one. who the fuck sang them. So here's a question for you How old was Luther Vandross when he died? Ooh. This is just late trivia. 40s or early 50s. I'm gonna, yeah, I don't know the exact number. I'm agreeing with her, but 54. I was going to say 53. That's pretty young, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but think about Do it. we know what he died from? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but. I know my mom used to love Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross live yeah. CD like, still is the ish. He was, you know, but you know, he was on the gay side, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he still had the respect of men. Oh yeah, of you know men that wasn't gay. Seemed like right, Luther, man. Luther, just, Luther still had it, man. Smooth, man. Who do you think is like the closest? Sorry, who do you think no, is the fine. closest person to Luther in terms of vocal mm. male vocal man, ability? I don't even only, know. Only only one that can emulate that one song is Ruben Stutter. That's Ruben? it. When he did, uh, what about Jaheem? You don't think Jaheem could? No, could no, no. no. Uh, Ruben started became the closest. That's how he became on, on God on American Idol. I actually think it's crazy, song. but it's like a British guy named Sam Smith. Yeah, like Sam, Sam, Sam is good. He Sam Smith is did really good. a Luther mm. cover, and he yeah. has mm. the range. Like he has the Luther but range. Here, and here's again, like Ruben Stunner just did a. Uh, he's doing a tribute to him. Like every year, I think he I does. He just came here Rupert, and did it in, uh, I don't in like Tampa. Stutter. Yeah, I don't think his voice is that but diverse. He kills. He still apologizes. Luther Vandross. It's like karaoke. Everybody got that one song that they can sing. Yeah, and that's yeah. Ruben Stunner can do that with Luther Vandross. Okay, All yeah, right. listen to this. All right, so Tony has one. Hmm. L has zero. I ain't fucking around. He is serious. I'm about kicking this. ass. All right, so this one, <laughs> this song is a new song. I lost. Okay. And you, I, I think L's gonna get. I this might not know it either. This is the Carters. Yeah. Black Effect. Yeah. I love this song. Hey. I the name of the song is Black Effect. Black Effect. Hey. Yeah, I like it. Hey. 
This is a beat though. It's odd because I think Jay, out of the out of every, I heard he's out of done the two. Her. I Thank think you. he outdid her. Thank you. I posted that I on my didn't Facebook. Think it, I posted oh, it on my Facebook, too. Everybody, Everybody says that. Everybody. Everyone else said, oh, no, I think Beyonce. I said, no. I said, I felt like this was a Jay-Z featuring Beyonce album. Yeah. I, I think she, she sang more. She was on the more vocals. But when he came on, it was so strong. It was stronger every single That's time. That's because Beyonce was rapping more than singing. That's the problem. She didn't stay she's in her not, lane. She's not a rapper. She she's didn't trying to stay do something in her different. Lane. Like, I love I can say I love Beyonce. I like Beyonce, but I, I really love she her as an R and B. You know what it is, then, right? What she's under that Carter spell. <laughs> it's probably uh, yeah. She's trying to emulate him while he's not trying to right. emulate her, and so he's and genuinely I, he's, being him. He's probably created it. He's probably created it. The beat, the production on the album, by the way, is really good. Oh my god, it's amazing. And I just think that there was more they, a, of a hip hop album than an R and B. I love their marketing strategy, dude. It is like the bomb. Yeah, the way they market things, they got I, so much control. I don't hate on those two at all. I, and no, I cannot. You cannot. I Even just, they break so up. So it's a tie. That. That's a tie. One one. One one. I knew one. who that was. You gotta be quicker, <laughs> Tony. All right. You gotta be quicker than that. You gotta be quicker. Now this one, this song, like Jeopardy over here. This song <laughs> is from. We need buzzers. Oh, here's the question. Trivia. How old was Beyonce when she dated? Mm. Started dating Jay Z. Eighteen. I'm gonna say twenty. Nineteen. Six. Nineteen. Really? They were, they were 18 when I think they're trying to be They safe. were fucking around. I think she it's said, 17. I think it's 17. She says it was 18 when they first met mm. and it was 19 when they first started dating. No, but 17 I think it was fucking mm. earlier than that. Mm. Alright, here we go. Song number three. This is a 90s song. Listen to know this song. I know it. I don't think either one of y'all gonna get this. You know the song, but not the group. I get so into you. It's a girls. It's some, it's some shit. Y'all girls, but that's yeah. SWV, no. SK, no. 702. That ain't, look at you. No. I know the Info. song, man. Don't no. walk y'all away from me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Come on, dance with me. Who the, who the group? Jade. Don't Jade. Yeah. That beat is just. It's a trip here. They sample Luther in this, yo. Really? Yeah. But yeah, so that was Jade. Oh, so two to one? Two to one. <laughs> I need some half points for this shit. <laughs> no. I be knowing. You gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> you you gotta be no, quicker. No, we know we're supposed to start doing having buzzers. Go ahead, we need some buzzers. We need buzzers. But the buzzers don't count if you don't It will, because buzz it and you got three seconds of answer. Okay. We can find some buzzers. Some buzzers. Okay. Listeners, you know hey, listeners. Buzzers, send nah, us nah, some nah, nah, nah. Yeah, send us some buzzers, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> here's, the, you here's the question for the Jade trivia. Their first hit single was part of what Kid in Play movie? Now, House, the first party. Single House Party? Was, no, close. First, their first single was not the song we just played. The first single was called... I don't even know the name of it right now, but... What happened? Class Act? Class Act. Yeah. There you go. That yep. is a classic. Yeah, point five point for Tony. No, no, no point, point five. Lick no your point. finger. I'm gonna wipe your wow. Oh, get away from me! <laughs> All right, good job. So it's uh, two to one. Two to one. Two, two, two to, to one. one. Put some respect on my it's two point one point five. God damn it! No, All right. God, Tony, damn. you can get this one. This one is the '90s as well. Okay, this one is Jeez, '90s. This is not fair to me. I'll, you know I'll, '90s. I gotta start coming here Barely. sober. Oh, that's uh, LL Cool J. Doing it, doing it raw. All right. I hear you. Why you have? I got that. Right. LL Cool J. Yeah. 
But I didn't hear it. He was messing around with the speaker. You heard it. You he heard, heard it. You said doing it, doing it wrong. I said Elliot Cool J first. Give my point. You didn't know that. You know it. Doing it and doing it. Doing it. But he, it didn't go into the, you're yeah, closer. It didn't go into the mic, so I didn't hear it. closer. We it got on headphones like you. I got on headphones like you. But I didn't hear it. It was closer to you. You said doing it. We, You gave it up. Listen, I heard because they started playing after you said Elliot Cool J. You want to cheat Rewind this 15 Rewind seconds. Rewind this. You want an extra one? <laughs> yes. You want an extra one? I'll give you an extra one at the end. Yeah, no, to give my half point. No, let's <laughs> do an extra, extra one because literally I didn't hear it until it, after you, you said, said it. It unplugged. It unplugged a little bit. I couldn't hear it either. So Thank you. Give my half I point. knew the beat. He knew the beat, though, but she couldn't hear it. So I'll do an extra one to what at the end. All right, here we go. This one. You kick your ass. You wish. Don't kick her, you a girl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You stop you singing Yes. <laughs> Lil Wayne. There you go. Oh. Uh, you know this one? Come on, Al. You know. I'm this big, officer. I'm not a big Lil Wayne fan. I just want to date a police officer because of this song. I hate you. I did. I was looking for one. You don't know this song? I don't know it. I just oh. don't listen to a lot of Lil Wayne. Why you look like that? <laughs> so, it's your jam. It's my jam. How old was Lil Wayne when he joined Cash Money? 13. A little bit longer. He was like eight. No. Very close. He was nine years old. Yeah, he was young. All right, let me try to find one more song. Let me try to find one more song really quick. Yeah, molesting that boy. For L. Don't say he allegedly. That's what Tony meant to say. He allegedly. Allegedly what? Did nothing. He's getting getting molested by birds. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. Didn't he kiss in the mouth or something? Yes, is what I'm getting at. Allegedly. (laughs) Mm, I don't know about that one. All right, here we go. Here's the extra one because L couldn't hear that. What's the score? I'm kicking We're ass. tied. Tied. Here we go. <laughs> I'm kicking Final ass. one. Tiebreaker. I don't know how it's going to start. I'm just guessing right now. Oh, Usher. Uh, Usher. Usher. Yeah. <laughs> we need buzzers. Yay. We need buzzers. Hell no. Nah, one more, Jake. One more. Fuck that. One more. One more. can't go out like that. He can't go out like that. Okay, hold on. If you win this when I give up. All right. Tony, please get this away. Motherfucker, go to 80s. Uh-uh, don't play for <laughs> no, him. No, I'm going to stay in the 90s on this. Stay in the 90s, that's fine. That's Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. We tied, right? Tiebreaker? We tied. Tiebreaker? No. Tiebreaker. All right, last one. Last one. This is for all the marbles. All the marbles. Listeners, pray with me. Nam <laughs> yam rinkyo. Here we go. Here we go. R. Kelly. Fast and Fierce. Bobby Brown. There you go. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to win that one. You know why I got it? You don't know this song out? Listen. I know it. I just. You know why I, I got this? I was a baby during this time. In the 90s? Everybody yeah. talking about me. It's my prerogative. I'm going to tell you something. My son was going to come with me today. He plays that. He played that two days ago in my truck. And I said, what the fuck? You know about Bobby Brown? He said, I watched the movie the other day. It's a great movie. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, when were you born? What, 86. What? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Damn. You was like six years old. Yeah. So next big... next week I'll give you like something in the early 2000s. Can we, yeah, can we get 2000s, please? I want to Tony to feel good by himself, and yeah. that was on the spot. You and know, I'm old as hell too. I'm old as shit. Hell, y'all let me get this. No. <laughs> All right. right. So, so, uh, hopefully, hopefully you uh, were able to beat Tony and L. If not, it's okay too. Whatever. I'm, o- I'm over. That sounds familiar. Get your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into our main topic, let's actually uh, go ahead and pay some bills. Hey. So, this week's episode is sponsored by Blue Crisis Images. Yes. Great pictures are the first visual impression you would ever have of someone. The way you present yourself sets a tone to how potential clients will respond to you. 
If you are ever looking for photography services for your events and special occasions, ranging from engagement sessions to professional headshots, please stop by bluecrisisimages.com or call 406-616-2583. That's Blue Crisis Images, B-L-U-E. We're <laughs> taking pictures. Uh, images.com. So, that's our sponsor. We're always looking for sponsors. Yes. And if you like our pictures from our live show, that is actually from George from Blue Crisis. Um, and it was amazing, really. He does a great job. And he's an fast. Job. Very fast. Turned like, rate. he turned it over so quickly. It was outrageous. Probably in a couple of days. I think yeah. Was, yeah. And they were all, like, beautiful, professional, just gorgeous pictures so definitely shout out to george definitely support blue crisis blue crisis it's a, he's blue I, we crisis. can testify to his work absolutely yeah. all right let's get into our main topic this week so this is going to be a good i'm topic. super excited okay super excited so everybody it. assumes that we've been like bfs for like eight years or a so long time no man. when actually we've like really gotten close since january before yeah. that we all had known each other literally through social media right social media out of circle yeah and so we hadn't really been like like hanging out we just met and clicked immediately so we decided the universe put us together you're right god look, look at god. look at god look, look, at, god. look, look at god <laughs> who don't randy watson said look at god put us together <laughs> and so we're gonna do today a q a yes so we all have questions for each other and these are hopefully really you know questions that they want to know about their friends because again we're Honestly, just still getting to know one another. Right. And, I mean, we uh, see each other every week. Every week, and so these questions are questions that we want to know that you know about our friends, and so hopefully you guys and gals will learn a little something. Learn something about us as well. These are personal questions, not too personal, but enough. So I'm excited about it because we're we're in June now, so six months. So we're really half away, half half the year into our our session, our first season. So. Yeah. Um, definitely excited. This is longer than my last relationship. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Close to mine. <laughs> you need to come talk to Randy Watson. Okay. <laughs> All right. I want to start things off. Okay. Um, I'm going to be as transparent as I possibly I can. I can, too. I'm going to try to. All right. So, guys, hey. what is one childhood fear that you haven't told us? <laughs> childhood fear. I haven't um, told I'm going to take, I'll take this first. My childhood fear was actually E.T. 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 I loves E.T. Why were you afraid of E.T.? I, I was not afraid of the movie until one day I just had this goddamn dream. Mm. And this now I'm into the dream. Follow with me. We're in the dream. And one day I walked outside my side. We had a side door of my house. And it was really dark on that side. And I don't know why I walked out this door. And E.T. was out there and scared the living shit out of me. And I just been afraid of et ever since even though he was a, like the friendliest the alien nicest. <laughs> right e. and, the, and his neck raised you know yeah. and it just really fucked me up for like some years till i was scared of the dark in my in my house and i, I was always sleeping in the dark like i had to go in the dark but et fucked me up for a while crazy hmm. what about you jay i probably had two main fears i think the the first one a funny fear that I struggled with for a long time as a young boy was you remember Ghostbusters? Yeah. Hey. So Slimer, Slimer the Ghost. Slimer the Ghost. Slimer freaked me out. Up. Yeah, really? Slimer fucked me up. I don't know why. There's something about <laughs> Slimer was funny. Like I, I remember again, based on dreams, I remember having this dream. Like I saw like Slimer coming out the walls and everything like towards me. It just freaked me out. Hmm. So Slimer was a big fear, but I also had a really big fear of snakes. 
Oh my god! So, like I struggled with snakes probably up until grown ass man, probably like twenty twenty eight, twenty nine. Like I can still we continue out. the snake. I'm I'm a, I'm scared of snakes right now. You put a I'm, snake in this fucking room, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm a fucking gone. cat on the fucking roof. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Like my my girl, or wife, or anybody, Tony, get the snake, bitch. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't, do, I don't do snakes very well. And then I could always tell, like in my dreams, when I was struggling with like things internally. Like I would have dreams where like snakes were attacking my family mm. and stuff like that, right. and I had. But then when I got to a point where I realized I was like, you know what, you can actually control your dreams if you just right. fight back. You I control my dreams, so I got to a point where I can start fighting yeah. back. Believe it or not, through those dreams and fighting back in the dreams, I got better not being afraid of snakes. Yeah. So snakes was my thing. Yeah, I didn't try oh, that. That's awesome. I didn't try that because I can I can control my dreams now. I learned that late though. Like I can yeah. like literally like if this was a dream right here, I can make L get up and go get a drink. Oh yeah, right, I can well, do that. Don't mind if yeah. I do. <laughs> L, what, what was one of your fears as a child? I had two really big ones. The most dominant was, and I think I've talked to this. Um, in the past was I was really scared of the dark. So I was the ultimate block. Like I just did, I refused to sleep alone because I was afraid <laughs> of the dark. Brothers. Um, but that's not one that you guys didn't know. One that you don't know is I am like called the police on me because I was screaming so much s- scared of water bugs. Really? <laughs> yes. The palmetto bugs. bugs. The palmetto <laughs> bugs. First of all, we don't have those things those big bugs in New York, yeah. right? In New York, you get the little roaches that you see around people's places. The German roaches. And you get, yeah, you don't get, like, I came to Florida and <laughs> I saw this roach the size of me and I was like, what mutant is this? And then that, that thing flew? Oh, I am done. Flying like, buzz are the worst. I literally, I was at my apartment oh, as the first time I was living by myself and um, uh, we were right by like this wetland preserve which is now I know as an adult is the worst place that you can mm. live by if you're trying, if you're afraid of bugs right, and yeah. insects. And so here's this palmetto bug mm. in my apartment and I tried to kill it literally for two and a half hours. But I can't throw something at it and keep my (laughs) eyes open at the same time. So I wasn't missing. And plus, it just takes so long for me to build up to actually like trying to hit it because I feel like it's going to fly right at me or on me. And I was crying and screaming so much that my neighbors called the cops. And the cop came. And thought I was being like domestically <laughs> abused. Wow. Abused. Wow. I called my daddy, who was two hours away, and was like, "Daddy, you, you, so when you gonna make it here?" So you by yourself? I was by was my first oh, time wow. living alone. Wow. And so the cop came, and he my killed the bug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was an older white man. He opened the door. I'm like not the cutest thing like mucus and tears wow. i've been crying for two hours straight <laughs> wow. what is it with black women and bugs and he was like he just looked at me he was like what's wrong and i was like there's a water bug <laughs> <laughs> and he just the, the look to this day is like Man. the look of disappointment yeah, y'all gotta meet my mom right my, I, y'all know like i told y'all i grew up like trap out my mom was like gangster back then but her biggest fear is fucking roaches. Like she, yeah. that's when she, like she's a tomboy. But let a fucking roach come around, she gets feminine and shit. It just, it just be so hilarious. So I, I, I just never understood like why black women. 
Yeah. I so terrible. I, I can I can I posted that. I will literally go up to a man and be down. I I fought men in the past. Like I right. don't care. But a bug will a uh, water bug will take me down <laughs> every and you're time. Ten, and you're twenty times bigger. That than is funny. Tony, what's your question? You got one? I got a question. Uh yes. Uh since we're on childhood, what was your childhood like growing up as a kid? Like what experiences did you have? What was it like? Are you different now from your childhood? I am. I was I was well. I, I'm I'm still an introvert, but I was a mm. little bit more introverted. But I also have very little filter, and so I would just say things as they were. Part of it's because I'm from New York, I'm from Brooklyn, mm. Mm. Um, and so I would just get to the quick of things really quickly. And I also was mean, okay. like I had a mouth. So if I liked you and you were like nice, if you if I liked you, I was the kindest person you'd right. ever meet. But if I didn't like you. I, I would go out of my way to like mess your day up. You were devilish. So I was not the nicest girl when I was younger. Cool. Hmm. I think I am pretty similar to how I was as a child. Really? Like I've always been very friendly. Like people okay. have always loved me from a very young age. I always was able to intermingle with the, in different de- demographics. Right. Um, I've always been um, a little a little quiet, a little shy. Right. So that's never changed. Um, yeah, I think most people will tell you I'm pretty much the same guy. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, one of my friends of the other day, who who I would have never thought listened to the podcast, like oh, we, cool. we graduated in 1999. Uh, white white girl, shout out to Paige. Hey Paige. And I hadn't talked to her um, until last week, right? Nice. I had did a post about the LGBT community about you know. Do lesbians think the same way, you know, women do? So she reached out and she was telling me, you know, about certain things. It's like just talking in general. And um, she was like, her, her her wife said, how do you know that Jay is not going to be an asshole to you? Mm. You know, reaching out to him about this topic. She was like, Jay was always the nice guy. She said, I know that he is not yeah. an asshole to this day. And so I've always been the same right, way, right, right. you know? So, yeah. Dope. I think I'm pretty much the same. I've, I've been, like, far as, like, treating people and everything, I've always been a nice guy. But I was more, people say I'm an introvert now. I actually think I'm I'm both. Uh, ambivert. Right. What? Ambivert. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Well, all three of us are ambiverts. And, but when I was a child, I definitely was an introvert. I, yeah. I was, like, I was quiet and shy. Unless you, I know you, then you know what I'm talking and everything. And then so. I talk too damn much. And then I talk too much, like I do now. <laughs> you do? I, People, yeah, if I know people, people like, you need to shut the fuck up. Really? <laughs> right. I would have never. Right. Never. Once I, once I get okay. to know you and then especially if I get comfortable around you, I kind of talk a little bit too much. Hmm. You know, and people, I always get it. Like, I would have never known you like that. I always get that. So um, I talk too much, but y'all y'all find that out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my questions I'm going to ask later. Yeah. All right, so what's the hardest thing in your life that you've had to overcome to this date? Ooh. I'm going to tell you now, my questions are like really like. Wow! Pow pow. Okay, um, mm. the heart. Okay, it had to either be my accident or depression. I, I might say depression because the accident you I had a physical injury. Yeah, and so it's apparent to everyone that you're hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have suffered in the past through with depression, and it is not apparent that you're hurt. And so you can act in behaviors, or you can. Literally check out on things. Yeah. Um, but no one understands why or what's happening. There's no wound to say, you mm-hmm. know, this person's hurt. And so I think for me, the 
biggest obstacle I've had to overcome is depression. Now, I think depression kind of happened based on my accident. So I was mm. bedbound and couldn't walk for a whole year of my yeah. life. Yeah. And I had to relearn to walk, and I was in a, in a wheelchair, and I was literally in a bed every day for a whole year. Um, got homeschooled, the whole shebang. And the only time I left that bed was to literally go to the doctors. And bathroom? Nope. What? I had a little... Pain bit? Wow. That's tough. It was yeah. a really hard time, That's let me just tough. say. Wow. Um, and so it's really demoralizing. And it happened right when I transitioned from junior high to high school. Yeah. And so in my junior high, I was just like people I knew all eight years, like people who I loved. And then I don't blame them now, but at that point in my life, I did like was really angry because they disappeared. But this is their freshman year of high school. Like there's so much new stuff coming at them where they're who wants to come and hang out with, you know, L yeah. who's stuck in a bed right. in a room. Right. Like when you can be out, it's your first year of high school, you know? Yeah. And so for a lot of, for me, all my friends who I was like, oh, they my like best friends and we're like, you know, BFF forever. And then, you know, I got into this accident and I was stuck in the bed and they disappeared. Right. Led to a lot of like depression and confusion and being really upset. Who your real friends is. Yeah. All that type of stuff. Yeah. Through my, uh, mine actually came late in life. Um, I thought I had some hard things I overcame earlier, but mine actually came late in life after my divorce. Mm. And um, I, I was in a, I was in a depression that I didn't even know I was in depression. Yeah, and I just figured that out probably about a year and a half, or two ago that I was really depressed, and I was just blaming people for what was going on. I blame other people. Yeah, if I, I, I ain't gonna say blaming other people, but I, I stereotype a lot of other people because of what I was going through, and I, and I, I seen like their actions and everything kind of related to my situation that was going on, mm. uh, and. And I hated a lot of people. I hated a lot of people. And I did a lot of things that I didn't even know that I was even doing unless I sat down and um, reflected on what I was what I was doing. Were you angry? I was, yeah, I was, I was yeah. real angry because I was being dragged through the mud, yeah. like through a legal system. And it was just, it, it beat me down to, it beat me down really bad. Yeah. It beat me down really bad. What about you, Jay? I would say that the hardest thing that I, I've had to overcome so far is poverty like mm. i as a child you don't really know that you're poor right you know you just live in life you don't have right. you, don't, you don't understand the value of money you don't understand what mama can't buy and stuff like that and so i didn't really right. realize i was poor until about 16 17 and then by that time i started working so i spent a lot i mean you know you don't know what you don't know until you know it and i wasn't taught on credit card debt i wasn't taught right. on how to you know, pay things on time. So yeah. I continued a trend of bad What's decisions, you, right, you yeah. know? And so it took me a long time to, to get out of, of, of poverty. I'm talking going to, a, as a grown man, you know, still right. creating all the issues and, and whatnot. So that was definitely, or has been the hardest thing that I've had to overcome so far. And it's you, challenging. I would, you know what I would love I know we've been talking about like having a guest on. I would love to have like a financial consultant come on. Absolutely. Because I feel like so many people, we don't, we learn like trigonometry and we learn like statistics and we learn things that, well, statistics can be useful, but like we learn all this useless information, but we don't learn like literally the basics of budgeting, the basics of financial management. It it took me a long time to, uh, to get a grip on that because, you know, my mom was like, she was always about money, 
but yeah. I never learned like the American money, like the you know the, the rules and everything that we we have to have. It's weird because black right. parents, and maybe this is just me talking to my current situ- my my situation, but black families are quiet when it comes to money. Like money's taboo. Like they don't yeah. talk to you about it. Like like for you, like I was really poor at one point. I had no clue, you know. Right. And but you, so you're just happy. Yeah, you're right. just happy. And and then I was I, on the reverse. We were really wealthy at one point too. Yeah. And I had no clue. And now you know. We I, <laughs> but um, you know you don't they don't you there's no explanation there's no talk about financial literacy. Yeah, and then just because you learn it doesn't mean you can apply it. Like that it takes true. a it takes a lot to be able to break your bad habits from to get you out of the situation that you're in. And so for a long time, like I knew what I needed to do to get out of poverty, but I couldn't apply it. Yeah, one I had I wasn't making enough money to be able to pay what I owed, and yeah. so it kept kind of stacking up. Right. And then things happen that you can't control. So it just it just took a long time. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's actually turn it into something a little fun. Okay. <laughs> so what's the first thing you do if you woke up the next day and you were the opposite sex? I woke up in Chris Brown body. You would mm-hmm. woke, you woke up as a female. <laughs> what was the what would you do? First thing well, I would do. The first I, few things you would do. If I wake up, God let you go, Jay. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely stare in the mirror and touch the titties. <laughs> I'm ah. definitely gonna touch the titty and be like, "Well, damn! Like, this is what is going on." Oh my god! The second, the second thing I would do, I would probably go and have sex because here's the reason: <laughs> like, I know what it feels like as a man. Okay, right, true. To have sex, but you don't know what it feels like as a woman to have. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's completely different, right? Feeling based on what I feel as a man. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I would want to do that. And the third thing. I would go flirt my ass off and let somebody pay for all my shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I Ain't nobody say you was cute. Oh, Ain't nobody say you was cute. What about you, Tony? I really don't have no fucking idea what I would do. I'd probably end up in a hospital, for one, because I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, I think I would be a virgin. <laughs> I just don't see nobody getting my goodies. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't my you want to know what it feels like as, from a woman perspective? Mm, no, nah, I just, I can't even put that mind, I can't even wrap it around my mind. Oh, right my God, so, I can't with you. So, no, no. If I if I did think about sex, I'm going to see what it's like to finger myself. Yeah, there you go. That, that, that'll work, too. Yeah. yeah. So, that's probably the only thing I would be doing, but mm, I ain't trying on no dresses. I ain't doing nah, I'll probably be still a tomboy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would jump around lose I know what you're mind. doing first of all I would helicopter I was just about I to say that I knew what you would do she in the mirror just swinging I talk about shit. this all the time clearly you guys know me I talk about this all the time I would be it's like a baby elephant I would do a helicopter I would also want to do it to like the beat of a song wow <laughs> right wow. and then I would want to for the record no man has ever done that that's a lie because I've asked people and they it. said what? they've done it I've helicopter yes wow yes why gotta, would you not? You gotta, no. And, <laughs> that motherfucker go like that. You phone it. And then you got I am seriously right. reconsidering this hey. friendship right now. Not so good. I'm and so then you reverse it. That motherfucker yes, reverse it. <laughs> wow. And I would obviously have to pee standing up. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good perk. Right? That's a good perk. But mm. I think I would also have to have sex. Yeah, I think you should. I would have to, I would have to know you what have. it felt you like. Won't, you won't side. have the rhythm, though. It does. I mean, practice. I got. I'm a dancer. I can figure that out. Okay. You got I always it. laugh. I always laugh when I see the lesson. I do too. I laugh too. It's funny as shit. Like, I'm like, girl, you, you ain't even working right. Like, you dude, ain't shit. And they be talking shit. I'm like, 
you, you ain't even got the right motion. Yeah. <laughs> well, their girlfriends are real happy. How about that? Their girlfriends are no. happy. Absolutely. They, How about that? They be acting happy. All right, Tony, what's your question? That's that BS. <laughs> All right, you don't have to ask this. You don't have to answer this. I'm going to answer every want. question. I'm going to answer every right. question. I may not. I'm trying right. to keep this out of the sex thing, but I just couldn't help it. So what age did you lose your virginity or was it when it was taken? Either giving or taking. I, I like to say giving because we always say it taken. Uh, when was your virginity taken? I definitely gave mine. Um, was not taken from me. <laughs> I definitely, definitely gave mine. I actually was a late bloomer. I didn't uh, lose my virginity until I was 19, almost 20. Wow. And I actually got her pregnant. So, yeah. <gasps> Shut oh, up. Well, she wasn't supposed to get pregnant. Does she have a <laughs> She wasn't supposed to get pregnant. No shit. She had, <laughs> she had, she had a tube side because she was an older woman. She was married. <gasps> yeah. Wow. You devilish dog. Yeah, yeah it didn't ask for it. Stop long. looking so damn proud. <laughs> Damn. I'm just telling the truth. I'm being transparent here, and so she got I, I, yeah, it was it was. You was, was a PYT for a young thing. Man, I was freaking out too. Yeah, he, Man, was a, I, he was a football player back then. My mom didn't even know him probably until mm-hmm. five six years later. So yeah. she ended up having an abortion, but right. I could have been a father at a very wow. young age on the very first time. Did the husband? The know? very first time. Um, I think Hans. I think the well, husband probably knew because the reason she was cheating was because. He was the already ever- been cheating. Okay. Yeah, and that's so, a, that's usually how it works. Yeah. So. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. wow. What that about was- you, L? It was after Jay, but I plead the fifth. <laughs> okay, I understand that. I wah, actually, wah. I'm not going to give the, the age number because I'm actually embarrassed about it, but it was at a very young age. You said it before, though. You said it was like 13. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> was, it, wasn't, it wasn't 13. It wasn't yeah. 13. I was 12. Yeah. I was 12. I was in the sixth grade. I don't know if you said it on, on, on the I did say it on the podcast. You yeah. yeah. freaking hoe. It was. It, he it was, was hunching like, early. Hunching. That's Tony's <laughs> word. And that's the thing. Like, I enjoyed hunching with my clothes on. And then one day I got with a fast helper who mm. took the clothes off. Mm. Was well, she 12 too? You know what? She, she had. Like no, this half of her. See, she was raping people back then. It just wasn't legal. Yeah. Uh, illegal. Because uh, she was like. She has felt like two grades. So this bitch was in the sixth grade. So she really supposed to been in like the eighth. Eighth grade. Right. Mm. So she's fast. She's probably hunching 17, 18 year olds and took advantage of my little sixth Your grade. Your little ass. red wow. bone. But I'm going to tell you, like, this is the crazy part where having that was in school. It happened in I school. I know a lot of sexual experiences wow. that happened in school. In the guidance counselor's office. What? Because we were waiting. After school? No. We had, we, every, wow, at, at my that school. Is bold. I think it was like once a month or something. They'll do like a group that go to a guidance counselor class. So this particular day, we get to, we haven't getting ready for the, our little session, and our guidance counselor said, "Y'all wait right here. I'll be back." Something happened in the school. Mm. She left, but she was gone for like almost an hour. Wow! And this was happened to be my. She was like my girlfriend. Yeah. And so it it, it started with the kids and everything, wow. and they were like they were watching and they were looking out like. And, and it wow. happened, bro. So my my virginity was taken. Wow. <laughs> As the women would say, it in was taken school. in school with a, a fucking room full of people. Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> yep. Well, mine's happening in the back of a car, so I ain't like, <laughs> very proud of that either. But that's better than what I did. That was that was stupid. I wish I could take my life back. All right, yeah. so um, hold on. Who, who asked that question? I did. Okay. I asked that. Oh, question. oh, yeah, I asked it already. So, what's one thing that you wish you could do over if you had a second chance? I wish, well, woo. 
I, I hate to say it. I mean, I love my kids. Yeah. But I probably would not have kids if I had a second chance. Yeah. I probably would not. It's a life changer, uh, man. It, it is a life changer. I, I love, you know, cause you, you got to keep your generation going and all that type of stuff. But I, I hate to say it, but I think I would be more selfish about it. Yeah. Um, I was kind of, I ain't going to say, I was, well, I, I, I was a little bit forced a little bit when I had my, my oldest son because she was ready, she was just ready to have it. And this is the person I like, I'm thinking about to marry and, and all that stuff. So I, I let it happen. But, um, Reality was, but no, I, I was not. I was not really ready. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted to do it on my terms, but you know, not somebody telling me, "Hey, all right, we need to have a kid." Mm-hmm. So we've been together so long. But if I can do it over again, and knowing what I know now, it would definitely be no kids involved. Yeah, I'm at a point in my life where I, um, I don't know if I was talking to my mom about it or someone, and it was like, "Do you, do you want kids still?" And I was like. Honestly, I don't really know if I want kids right. anymore. Like, I'm 37. Like, I, I'm at this point. Yes, I can have kids 45, 48. Right. But do I want to? Right? Like, so I can definitely understand the the reasoning behind it. You know, mm. what you're saying. Because I don't know. If I, I always say that if I became, like, really, really wealthy, if I was, like, on some Tiger Woods money, I'd probably have a kid in every damn state. I'd probably have 50 kids. You know what I had <laughs> older parents, and I loved it. Quite frankly, yeah, yeah. My parents have always been traditionally way older than everyone else's. My parents are in the seventies, and they're gonna now. be more catering to you. They're more catered to you, right? Yeah, I felt like they were smarter and they were cooler too because they just knew everything. And but they were wise, and I, I really like looking back now as an adult. I could see so many of my friends where there it was kids raising kids, yeah. Right? And so they were, their parents were giving them advice. And like, I would come back and tell my mom that my mom would be like, uh, no, but she knew that based on experience, she knew that based on Mm -hmm. life, you know? And so the older you get is the more wisdom you have accrued. And Mm -hmm. that's the wisdom that you can now give onto your, 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 your future, you know, to your kids, your offspring. And so I really like, I always say, like, I really, really appreciated having older parents. Yeah. And I think age and youth are two different things. Like, you can be a 37 and be, like, a 49-year-old. Yeah. Right. Or you can be 37 and be, like, a 25-year-old. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's all about your your perspective. And so my dad's in his 70s, but that man just literally painted The pictures I saw you house. post the other day, he's 70? Yeah. Wow. He he's, looks younger. He's older than 70. He looks way younger. He looks way younger because he, he doesn't attribute his youth to his age yeah and so if you let him tell it he's like yeah she looks in he's in his 50s yeah you let him tell it he's in his 50s right that's that's good but for me my parents were such great counselors yeah i know if i had a kid right now i i would be i would be ecstatic because i am not to toot my own horn but i'm so much like i'll just say i'm so much wiser wiser that if I had some kid at twenty twenty one, I don't even know myself at that age. Right. So what I would teach them would be probably so damaging to them versus now as a thirty seven year old man. That's what's wrong with society now. Yeah. yeah. I mean <laughs> I definitely young, I get the questions pre- all the time, like, Oh my god, do you you don't have a kid yet? And they're they're thirty two as a woman, there's a lot of pressure for us to have kids, especially right. like the older you get. But I couldn't ima- I literally couldn't imagine having a kid now, I feel like I'm now getting into a place where I can have a kid. Yeah. But, like, only now where I'm, like, you know, financially, I'm spiritually, I'm mentally, I'm emotionally, and I'm physically prepared yeah. to do that. And so... Could you imagine having a kid oh 15, my God. 16, 17, like a lot of our parents and grandparents I did? cannot. Like, not crazy. my parents because they had me old, but... Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, what would you do over L? What would I do over? I would do over my teens. Can I redo over a whole fucking epic era? Really? You want to do a whole decade? Wow. Huh? Maybe my teens. I was a real goody goody. I mean, the the good parts of parents, the like good parts of yeah, my yeah. older parents. My parents were just super chill, and they were very smart, and they explained things to me so well that I learned from them. I didn't have to learn from myself. But sometimes I kind of regret the fact that I was so good that like I didn't. Not necessarily that I didn't live because my parents let me drink early. Like my parents were very, they understood the things that were important and not yeah. important to stress out mm. about. But like maybe not my teens, but maybe my my college career. Like I was mm. so focused. I remember like having you know you can normally do sixteen credits, and I was doing twenty one credits a mm. semester, and I, I was president man. or vice president of like multiple organizations on campus. So we get a chance to enjoy it. Yeah, I was life, the yeah. super responsible, yeah. you know, leading parties and groups, of, you know, two hundred member kind of person. And I wish that I would have. There was something to say. Like my roommate had none of these responsibilities, and she just had a blast all the damn time. <laughs> and I wish I would have taken more of that opportunity to just yeah. have a blast. I think for me, I would have done my high school over. Not yeah. that yeah. like I really enjoyed my high school. Like I loved it. I was a superstar. I was, uh, you know, I was good, but I didn't pay attention. And so I would do that part over. Like I would. I would be more focused on my books, my schooling, so that I could get my football scholarships and go on right. and do everything. That was just a knucklehead. So that's what I would do over. All right, next question. Go ahead, Tony. Man, no, I want to kind of finish up on that okay. one. Uh, when you said football, actually, my senior year in football, um, I was like projected to be like this superstar and everything. Um, my tenth grade year, like I played like two. Why is every black man like about to be either the NFL? Yeah, or it's the always NBA. NFL was like my 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 dream, my goal, and um, like I really felt that at a high school age because um, I was I played like two games of JV and got moved up to varsity. <laughs> I got moved up to varsity, and so when I got moved to varsity, I'm like I'm thinking I'm about to be like this. Like I'm, I'm on the on the go, and like. I wanted to go to USF at the time with either Florida State and mm. my 12th grade year. I'm I'm still this way. I have a problem with people checking me a certain way. Like I yeah. always feel like I need like if you go check me, be respectful about it. And I, I I have that problem to this day. Like talk to me like we talk now. Like just talk to me. Don't don't yell. I don't believe in that. Yeah. And this guy, um, my my head football coach, Coach, coach Flat. He started yelling at me because I was actually late to his uh, practice, and he actually put his hands on me. What he did, he jacked my jacked me up, and uh, he started shaking me around a little bit. That's a no. And I took yeah. my helmet off and popped across his head with it. What? So, yeah. So wow. and, and he told me leave the football field, don't bring your ass back until next week or some shit like that. So I just like fucking, I show him I ain't coming back, mm. you know. But and but that costed me. Touch you know your what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Spite your face. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that costed me, man. So I, I kind of wish I could have took that that day back and just took my ass back to practice. Yep. Okay, yeah. All right. So my question is, if you could suddenly become invisible, what <laughs> would you do? Ooh, you already know where I'm going. No, I don't. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> what what show? What store you shop at? I shop at. Like, um, what's one of your stores? Like Nordstrom Rack is my issue. I would be in their dressing room. <laughs> you are be a creep. such a creep. Oh my God. 
So you, Jay. That's much the same thing. I'm definitely going to, I'm going to watch somebody. Are you serious? Night. I'm watching some ass. I'm sorry. I'm watching some ass. I am sure. going to watch some ass. Yeah. I'm hand, watching some ass. Hand, I'm, I'm being your fucking shower. I don't know about all that. I might turn the water on when you get in there. Like, I'm <laughs> done. You're like ghosts. What was yeah. that movie with yes. Patrick Swayze? Ghosts. What was Patrick ghosts? Swayze? Ghosts, yeah. I'm done with you. I thought Michael Keaton. Okay. No, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. I would Rest definitely be all up in, in the bank in their... Um, where you can deposit stuff, <laughs> like actual physical right. beings, things. Yeah. I'd be all through there. I really think after I'm done playing in y'all shower, I would be. I love that men, like the both of the men, their first thing was ladies oh, and boobies. I'm gonna play some ass. And me, I was like money. <laughs> no, but no, I actually think I'm like, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch everything, and um. But like, I would have to be like, a, like I would have to be like, um, Peter Pan, like or Robin, no Robin Hood. <laughs> Robin Hood. Like I could only like do that because I feel like I'd be looking at people who steal from people, and I'm like, like when you work hard right. and you see somebody get stolen from you, like you don't know how hard that person right, worked yeah, for that, like, yeah. like you don't know how hard that person right. worked. Like That's I would true. go after the people who like. Who like the, the Enron people? Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I would actually see myself like trying to get my. I would sneak in the White House, uh, to get all the dirt, what's going on, and, and the government. Yes, be a whistleblower. Like, and I, I will do the bank. Oh, that should have been our first one, guys. We suck as human beings. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Cause I've been playing mad for because I, I, my visibility might I wear can't off. With y'all. It might ass. twelve twelve midnight might. Coming and I'm going to show up like Cinderella and everything. I'm going to be ugly. All right, but Tony. I'm going to the White House. I hate you. Going on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go to the bank, too. What's your question? What you got, Jay? Question? No, you got to answer. No, Jay, I already answered. Answer. Jay already answered. I said ass, too. Oh, that's it? You get to play with ass while you're busy? play with some ass. Yeah, damn. That's the first thing. She's she a chameleon, play. huh? She said the first thing. <laughs> she didn't say well, all the things. She said the first thing. All right. Well, I got, a, I got a simple basic question. What age did you start driving and what? Uh, or when did you get your license? I, mean, I saw that super early. Like, I got my I got my learners at 15, 15 years old, mm-hmm. fifteen and and then like in Virginia you had to be fifteen like nine months at that time. When you start so, driving though, driving? Oh, mm-hmm. I was dri- I mean, I was driving at like thirteen, right. but yeah. legally 15, fifteen. I was driving at sixteen and I got my license at seventeen or eighteen. Okay. Eighteen. I was actually eleven driving. Country boy. Eleven years old. I was country in the city though. Uh, I was 11 years old driving. I was driving. My granddad was teaching me how to drive, but like in the real street, like no parking lot. Granddad and was a G. He had a little car, and I used to drive a golf cart, and I always took him. Um, he used to always take me golfing, and I used to always drive a golf cart. And he had a small little Toyota back in the day, so that was like similar to a golf cart, I would think, I would say. And I guess he felt that same way because he let me drive it in the street. Why are you rocking back and forth right now? Though? What's wrong with her? She wants something. <laughs> Yeah. Why can't I self-soothe? Oh, right. God. Let's leave me alone. I like to rock. She's rocking like an over. Not an over, but somebody that got something mentally going on. Sorry. Okay. My bad, Tony. Yeah. yeah, my granddad, like, teaching me, uh, taught me at an early age on how to drive. So I was driving real early. Then when I got my, get ready for my permits or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I was one of those students that aced. Like mm-hmm. with flying colors when it came to driving stuff. Yeah, like my instructor was instructor. He was like relaxed and stuff. After we got to like the second stop sign, he was like just chilling. I never Coach Stokes was his name. Coach Stokes. Man, I was so glad when I did not have to ride that yellow school bus anymore. <laughs> I was so happy. See, I started driving early. Good. Did you already answer? Yeah, it's your turn to ask questions. <laughs> All right. Um, what makes you a great friend? Ooh, 
Oh, hell, I know you got this question. You got this answer for me. I know you got this. What makes me a great friend? I think what makes me a great friend is I'm okay with you not, with you being in the in-between. Like, so sometimes people have problems and your friends are trying to fix it for you. Mm. Right? So they're trying to come up with solutions. They're trying to come up with, you know, ways to circumvent it. And at some points, they just don't let you, like, sometimes you just need to sit in that in-between, like, and really figure out what you want to do next. Like, you need that moment to breathe in that in-between, in that gray area, and and not know. And I feel like that's something I certainly need, and it's something that I definitely give my friends. Like, it's okay if you don't know. And it's okay if you, like, especially in relationships, if you go back to somebody who's not good for you, because that's what your heart's telling you to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not... I'm not here to judge you as your friend. I feel like my main goal as somebody's friend is to support them and to support their decisions. And so even if I don't personally like agree with their decisions, I'm 100% going to support you. You getting back with your boo, even though he cheated on you. (laughs) Cool. How are we going to make this time better than last time? How are we going to, you know, fix this? Like, let's think of, you know, either solutions or let's just chill and be happy and, 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 and celebrate this moment that you're happy instead of being like, girl, Girl, you know he finna cheat on you again, you know, and so oh boy, you know he about to, she about or to cheat the on same, you. like boy, you know he she don't she she just playing you like she ain't for, shit. whatever exactly. <laughs> I let them do them. I let them make their own life decisions, and I just support them as best as I can. And so, I think that is my biggest gift as a friend is that yeah. I just really I really want my friends to feel supported. I don't want them That's to good. feel judged. Yeah. I just want them to be like. She gets it, and she's right. not trying to change it or fix it. I think um, I think everyone has that. You got you got to know what friend is which, right? You got to know. Yeah, exactly. Like right. if I want if I want some advice, and I want the real hard truth, and I know who to go to. Yeah, right. we all got that friend you know who gives I mean? it real gully. Right. If I want somebody who's going to support me and be like be in my corner, I know who to go to. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It depends on the friend with me. Uh, like I, I got less than a, what I call real friends, less than a handful, which my real friends. So it's like those ones that like. Uh, what make me a good friend if they need something I got it they got it no matter if yeah. it's gonna put me in a hole if I got it and they need that at that time that's they go get it um, far as my like I'm gonna say regular friends uh, you know far as like advice piece or whatever I'm going to just I'm gonna answer the best way I can and and if it's related to me I'm gonna give you my experience and what you should do and not do uh, versus me trying to make up shit and try yeah. to tell you something. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be sitting here because I'm not in your shoes. I don't know what that, that situation feels like. And that took a while for me to learn. Um, like, if you'd asked me this question probably 15 years ago, I was, you know, I've been the typical dude. I mean, leave that bitch or whatever. What mm-hmm. I know reality is when you're in that in that situation at that time, it's not that, not that, uh, it's not true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I would say mine, um, what makes me a great friend is that I will never try to change you. Like I accept right. you for who you are, right? And regardless, because because once you're in my circle, you're in my circle, mm-hmm. and who, I've already accepted you for you for who you are. Your right. crazy personality, your not liking certain people, being defensive, being protective of your friends. You know, like I'm never going to try to change you. I'm going to accept you. This is very true, Jay. Because you, yeah. I say stuff, and I know it blows your mind sometimes, right. and you'd be like, "No, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> Like I'd be like, is that weird? You'd be like, no, it's okay. Like you, you yeah. like that's what you, you can think. What you, you're allowed to think what you want to think. You're allowed to be who you are and think right. who you are. And like <laughs> I want people, I want my friends to know that I will, 
I will, because I will never not say something behind your back that I won't say right. to your face. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm tell you something I noticed about you. What's that? I, I, I would say it on the show. Like I noticed you might not be in agreement with something. Your body language shows. Mm. Your yeah. body language shows, but you will process it and then still give positive. Yeah, right. This yeah. is very true. Right. That's true right. because I, you know I I learned that right. You got to respect people's perspectives, right? Because right? that's their that's that reality that they're in in that moment, right? But just because I just because I disagree with it does not mean that I I like to formulate my thoughts yeah. before I say right. anything because I I don't want people to be offend, you know offended offended right. by what I'm about to say and sometimes you can't control that people some people are just naturally defensive right, right. and so but I try my best to be like okay how can I say this even though I don't agree to try to get them to see a different perspective mm-hmm. you know but yeah that's true. So yeah, all right. That's a good question. Who's up next? Me. Uh, let's let's make this our last round. So come up with your best questions, guys. So my best questions is my best question is, what's a thing you don't do that you wished you did consistently? What's something that I don't do that I wish I did consistently? Mine mine came late in life. What is it? It's credit. Okay. I wish I would have like stayed on top of my credit like I am now. Right about it. Um, ten years ago, ten years ago, I was. They there. say higher credit is better than making six figures. I don't agree with that. They say you have well, more purchasing power. Which which six figures? Is what I'm saying. You talking about hundred thousand, two hundred thousand? I think once you get over six hundred thousand, I don't believe in all the credit I mean, stuff. Then, right? <laughs> but it's yeah, the, well, it's which six figure you talking about? True. Uh, early six figures. That's how I talk about. It. Early six figures. No, I I agree with that. But other than that, no. Like, cause we all that like once. This is a question uh, somebody posted on my Facebook page. He was like, uh, he wanted to see what everybody was going to debate about. With somebody giving you $600,000 cash or $850 credit score, which one would you rather have? I would take the 850 credit score. Would you rather have? I'd probably take the 850 credit score. I would not. $600,000 cash, I can fix that whatever credit I, bad credit I have with that. Six hundred thousand. That's, that's true. true. That's right. true. Six hundred thousand a lot. You could you could pay all right. your debt off. Yeah. So um, and then do investments. Yeah. So far as your, so question, I changed my answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so far as your, because you think about it, like I I seen posts where people get mad at uh, athletes leaving school early to make their million dollars. Like, well, he's uneducated. He's, ain't that's the fucking goal? That's why you go to college to get these degrees. It's all about the yeah. the money at some point. Like right. he's made thirteen fifteen million dollars. He can do that and then go back to school. So that no, but so mine is mine. Yeah, you can always thing go is, back to school. Right. You can always make you know thirteen million dollars yeah, on a absolutely, you know, year. Absolutely. So what about you, Jay? Um, I would say that I wish I was more vulnerable consistently hmm. because I I'm a very as y'all know I'm very open. I'm very transparent, You're very transparent with my with my life and where I've come from, and what I'm planning on doing, what I'm doing. But I do know that. I don't easily let people into my life, right? Especially like just being vulnerable, especially in relationships. Like it, I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I really trust you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just right. like, and so, but in order to find love, you have to be vulnerable. You can't just be in a defensive state all the time. You have to be like, be open. So I, when I date now, I'm like, just be open. Just be open. Right. Be vulnerable. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Like, so I can be a little defensive about certain things, but. So I would, think, I would say that's probably what cool. I wish I was more consistent with. Hmm. I would have to say for me, it would be meditation and prayer. 
Right. I pray uh, quite a bit, but I wish I was definitely more consistent with it. Um, but definitely meditation. Like I wish that I, I really like and enjoy meditating, but I don't do it. Like I would love to get up every morning and meditate and that'd be the first yeah. thing, you know, be mindful, starting my day off mindful, but I don't. Yeah. Or I would love to finish my day that way too, but I don't. So sometimes I remember, but sometimes I don't. So that's something that I would definitely wish that I was way more consistent with um, that I'm not. So still struggling with that. Piggyback off that. Um, I felt like I was doing, I felt better and I felt like things going better for me in my life when I got up and did that. Yeah. And I got up and did that. Um, so I don't, you know. Because thoughts are so powerful. Right. They, they, it is. Yeah. You, become, you become what you you know, you become what you think. You become yeah. what you, you know, you practice. And when I found myself not doing it, it's found the times I found myself struggling. Well, I think if you're not mindful of what your own thoughts are, then it's really easy for other people's thoughts and realities to become mm. your own. And that's not necessarily something that you want. You want to be able to stand on your own and have your own thoughts. I don't pray. I don't pray anymore. But do I you do, meditate? But Med- I do meditate. Right. Because to me, I find, to me personally, I think they're very similar. I think they're the very same. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. One person, whether you're praying to God, whomever, you're still getting your thoughts out of your head, mm-hmm. out of your chest, and giving it to the universe. whatever the universe, God, whatever you even call it. And meditation is the same thing. Like you hear your thoughts, but in meditation, your goal is to let your thoughts come in, to recognize it, and to let it go. You know. And so I, I do meditate, but I don't meditate consistently. I used to. I would, I would like, I would like to do that more often too. Right. All right. Tony. Uh, okay. So I've been there and done that. Um, so my question is about marriage. So do you guys like really see marriage in your future or have you ever been locked in till you thought you was about to get married? I have one ex that I thought we were going to get married and we talked about it quite a bit. Mm. Um, we never got to the point of like a full blown like engagement, but we broke, I broke up with him before that. But, um, I definitely considered it. And I definitely in my future expect to to get married. Was it because you wasn't you wasn't ready when you broke up with him or you felt like the pressure was coming, <clears throat> the date was coming to I soon? actually think he wasn't ready. I think I, I think you. the engagement was his way of trying to lock me down. Mm-hmm. Um while he but but he still wasn't behaving in a manner that gotcha. would indicate that he was really ready for like you know, like real commitment, like life. Like for me, like my parents are together. I just, we just celebrated their 42nd Jeez. anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. I know. Thank you. Congrats. And so when I think of marriage, it's a real big deal for me. Like right. I don't think of divorce. It's not really an option in my life when I think of marriage. And so whoever I get married to, we finna just, we finna work that thing out. Right. Yeah. And so. I take it, I don't take it very lightly, which is why I haven't been married yet, because I just got to be real sure. (laughs) And so, um, and so, yeah, and so I definitely expect it in my future, but I, this is going to be your teammate for life. And so I just want to make sure that whoever my teammate is going to be is someone who I really can trust with building me up, not building me up because I'm already there, but. The continuing partner still should build you continuingly up. supporting me and and really being a good life mate, really being a good teammate. Um, I'm a, I'm still holding out hope that gotcha. I'm gonna get married. <laughs> like I like I I would like to be married, like, and, but I don't. I'm also at a point where if yeah. I met someone who I was really in love with, 
and they didn't want to get married again. Let's say because they've been divorced or whatnot. And they just say, you know what? I just don't want to do it again. Right. I'm okay with that. Like marriage is not going to define how I how I love. It's not going to define how I feel about my life. And so, yes, I would like to be married, but I'm also I would like to also just be in love with someone right. for the rest of my life, my life partner. Right. So, I mean, to me, like that marriage, when it comes, it's it's going to be a feeling. Yeah. Uh, like no other, and you you're gonna know. Yeah. You're gonna know. Um, it, it it's gonna take away from all the all all the playing that we've been doing and everything. It's just we fall in love with people that we've been with, but it's like you just know when you got that one. Yeah. That completes you, and I'm waiting for that feeling. Right. I ain't gonna and lie. that's what I'm saying. My I'm best waiting. friend. It's gonna, it's gonna blind you. It's gonna come blindsided. Best friend, like three weeks after dating her guy, like came up to me and she was like. You know, when you're dating and you're single, it's just a crapshoot. And, like, literally was like, I don't know if I should say this because I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he's the one. Mm. And she knew it. Yeah. She knew right. it very early, like three weeks in. Wow. She knew it very early. when you early. talk like that, you have to put, like, sex out of the equation. Because yeah. that's, that's one of the things that, that people like, girl, the dick was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, <laughs> and that can really fool your mind. But you, it's just other things it's just that connects you, that energy, that I think women use that as an excuse, though. I don't think, like, being a man being very sexually gratifying um, is really something that will hold a woman. Or, or, or in, the same, in the reverse, like a woman who being very sexually gratifying is not going to keep your interest, right? right. Unless yeah. there it's is not. something more. Like, it can be good and you can be like, oh, I'm going to entertain it. But yeah. you're, you, the expectations of what you want from that person will never like accrue to something. Yeah. So I think women sometimes use a man being good in bed as an excuse mm-hmm. to hold on to a not good man, but that's just because she loves him. And they it's, want easy- nobody else to have it. it's easier to say, <laughs> oh, the D's really good right. than, oh, I really love him and I know I'm being stupid. Yeah. I'm t- I, I got blinded by it. Um, I actually broke up with someone because it hit me out of nowhere. You know, I, I, I fucking left cold turkey. And it hit you out of what? It, the, the love, yeah, the love feeling. Like mm. I, like I knew, like right away, like holy shit. They say you know early, right? I did, and uh, and I, and I fucking left. I hauled ass because here I am. I got out of a marriage. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm fucking doing it up. I'm hitting the streets. I'm dating mm-hmm. and being a hoe, being a hoe, and <laughs> and then you know, here I am, continuing to be a hoe with somebody else. And like it was like a slap in the face, like nigga. And I knew, and it scared the fuck out of me till. I hauled ass. I hauled ass. I can believe it. Here's a question for you, for both of you. What's something that you didn't know about one another until you started doing all tea, no shade? (laughs) Wow. This is is the question. This is a good one. one. I'm excited about this. Hold on. Let me think this one through. No, we're going to think about it. We're going to think about it. Hmm. What's something that you didn't know about one another or me? That you didn't know until you started doing all Tino shade. I'm gonna go well with you, Jay. I didn't I didn't know you was into the life coaching thing. Oh, okay. Until um, actually, until we got like episode three, I was like, this nigga gets some good advice. Like, you know what <laughs> that's when you start calling him pastor right. all the time. No, but uh, pastor. Yeah, right. I started calling him pastor after that. But it wasn't that. It started. Uh, it actually it got me as a 
as far as like doing the show, I became like a fan. Like I'm sitting over here, like <laughs> this nigga just took me to like I just learned some shit. You know what I mean? So, I know our first few episodes literally told you it would be so silent. Right. And we'd be like, listen, yeah. I'm just processing what Jay said. Like I gotta think about this. Yeah, it's yeah. some good advice. I would have to say I didn't realize you were so stylish. I see you every week now, and you're always dressed so nicely. Yeah, I would <laughs> say I, I would say a lot of people don't realize that because I don't really I don't know like it's it's understated but still good. Yeah, I, you know, I don't really, I don't overdress. Like, I'm not one of the people who's going, like, I'm not, you won't find me in a three-piece suit very right, often. Right, right. Yeah. Like, this is not my style. Like, I'll do it occasionally, but mm. I do like to be st- casually Fifty. stylish, you know? Yeah. Right. And as far as life coaching, like, I don't I don't really talk about it right at this moment because I'm still working on, on other things. And yeah. once that's done, I'll start promoting it more. But if you're looking for advice, holler hey. at your boy. Uh, go ahead. For Tony... <laughs> I had to, I didn't realize you were so damn funny. Tony y'all, Tony literally constantly, even just like just the two of us, be literally making me ball laugh. Yeah. Like I be crying laughing. He literally <laughs> makes me laugh all the time. Because he's just so damn stupid. He is. He's like he's funny. so quiet spoken when you first meet him. And even like if you do know him, but he cause he says it as a whisper. But it'd be the funniest stuff ever. Just most outrageous. And that's what I was saying earlier in the show, that once I get comfortable around you, yeah. I, I, I talk a little bit too much. What's and something you didn't know about Tony? You don't know. No, you know, <laughs> I had, I mean, Tony, Tony and I always kind of like brush circles, right? So right. Right on the edge. So I knew, I knew of Tony and I always said, hey, what's up? What not? But we never really talked. Hung out, yeah. Hung out. And so, I didn't know or I didn't realize that Tony was such a family man. Like, yeah. Like, I didn't know that at all. Like, I just, I was like, oh, that, that nigga a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he doing his thing. He's another, he a pretty boy doing his thing. Like, I just would never, I just never would have thought Tony's a happy, it. y'all. But he Tony really is, is Tony a family is, man. He is a family man. Like, yeah. he's, he's a hard-ass worker, and he really puts that family first. And I would have never... I would have never guessed that just from the outside looking in. Yeah. L, uh, L, I didn't realize L was so dedicated to her friends and like so friendly, like really like she, she takes you in like you're a brother or right. like, like she's known you forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, you don't really know anyone. Like I always, again, I saw L out in downtown St. Pete one time right. and she was just like bubbly, hanging with her friends. <laughs> I was like. I said, I said, I don't know if that's, I said, I think I know her. And so I sent her a message one day. And so I just never knew. But then when you start getting to know her, it was like, you're like family. You know, yeah. it's like once, you, once you're in there, like. It's tripping. love. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so I think that's, you know, some good things for sure. My, my with her, with, with Elle is, it, it goes to the family thing or whatever. Um, I, I guess it's your tradition or or. Your, I already know what she about to your say. Your culture, yeah. <laughs> I I fucking flipped out. L caters to us here, like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. She she's mm-hmm. fixing our stuff, mm-hmm. and you're not the American black woman. You're not, <laughs> <laughs> which you know, yeah, you're a Caribbean uh, culture going on. So I actually I I enjoy it, like I. But I never saw that in you, yeah. Until like actually I got to know you. Like when you come here, like L, her hospitality is great. Um, fixes our plate like she's mama. <laughs> So I can do. Okay. You just called me Mama earlier. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Mama, uh, can I do one more? It's a funny question. Yeah. yeah. All right. If Michelle Obama and ex-president or well, President Barack Obama 
were both running for the same position in Congress, <laughs> who would you vote for? Uh, Michelle. Michelle? Why? I think she is, I think she's everything. She is everything. Mm. She's so intelligent. She's so well-spoken. Quite frankly, she's more acclaimed than him if you take out, like, his political aspirations in terms of, mm. like, book learning and yeah. just outreach. Right. She is the person, and I think maybe she she is that double negative, right? So she's not only uh, black, but she's also a woman. Yeah. And so if you were to take that out of the equation, if you were to make them equal, I think she would win every race because she's right. just... Plus, she's just dope. Like, she's just a dope <laughs> woman. She is. Plus, she loves herself some Barack. And I feel Barack, it, because I love me Barack some Barack. Barack is dope, too, though. Yeah, so dope. They're really just dope people. Yeah. But you get one with the other, I feel like. I don't feel like Barack be making decisions without her and vice versa. Eh, I don't like, know. I feel like the stressful <laughs> things, I feel like they talk about. I feel like I'm sure she's sure. the counselor in the right. cabinet. Yeah. You know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with Barack again, just because... You know, you talking about, you said Congress? Yeah, same yeah. position in Congress. They say they both ran for senator or whatnot. Who would you I'm vote gonna, for? Michelle? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Barack again, just because I thought he did a. Uh, He's an outstanding job. He did a great job. I'm gonna say the last four years, like we couldn't see what was really going on. We saw what he was trying to do the first four yeah. years, but last four years, you saw the results. You saw the you know the inclements of the uh, jobs and, and all that. Other and presidents stuff. get way more right. like about so, that life in so, the last four. So yeah. me for him to get back in a, in a on a seat like that. I, that's like being president again. Like people are gonna yeah. take his advice. They're gonna listen to him in these meetings and everything. So yeah. we'll be getting him back again. So I'm gonna go with Barack. All right. What about you? I'm torn, man. I, I thought about this question. <laughs> I love them both. I, was, I love them yeah. both too. I like really love I'm them torn. both. I love all of them. I think at the end of the day, I think even though I truly adorn President Obama, adore. I think adore. I, I would think I would vote for Michelle Obama. I would just love to see what she says. Exactly. Mainly because he's already done it. He's yeah. already been there. And I think Michelle would probably be really great at, at doing it. True. Maybe even better. Maybe even better. All right, Tony. Now that we've finished up with our Q&A. What we got what's next? We have, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them is Diedrich Deshaun. I'm saying his name wrong. Diedrich Devonche Williams. Oh my gosh. I don't even that, know is who that, is. Name, that is a name. Devonche. This is I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. This is the asshole who killed uh murdered who murdered uh Triple X oh, to the nation. Oh, um, got you. Actually two days after um after the murder, he posted on Facebook, do don't piss me off. He you actually ne- posted that on his social media? Two days after you'll never know what's next. And he did wow. it on the Facebook name was under the uh, name of Chucky Williams. So, um, this guy, man, my whole thing is like these young kids and, um, we, we, they're just being lost and all this, this whole real nigga, I'm a real nigga type attitude and everything is just, I'm over it. it's really, it's, it, it, it is, it is the stupidest shit is around, uh, all over greed and hate. Um, I just, I don't, I don't even know. Like it, this, it actually bothered me, man, because this is going on too much. And this one happened on this platform. You know, you you killed the young guy. Actually, when I when this first happened, I actually thought um, this is like on some Tupac shit. I actually posted on my page about that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I actually thought it was on some Tupac shit. So you can relate to it. And I definitely want to hear your advice on this as well. But uh, I actually thought it was like some Tupac shit because I thought he was a young man that was like 
ahead of his time. Yeah. And he was very, very smart. He was very intelligent. He knew what he was doing. And he posted up a video like, like a couple hours before he got killed on how he wanted kids, if he died tomorrow or whatever, um, that he just wanted to be a positive yeah. uh, reflection on, on people. But uh, what's wrong with him, man? It, it goes out to DJ uh, Will, uh, Williams, just another lost soul, man. It just took somebody's life. And you're taking, you're taking your own kind. I just, I just don't get it. So that's I hope he spends the rest of his life in jail. He will. Yeah. So yeah. I um. I didn't really know a lot about X, and so I'm gonna say X because I don't want to mess up his full name. Right. But my nephews do, and they they love they love his music, mm. and so um, I, the songs I did listen to, I actually did enjoy. He yeah. had a very wide range of uh, music on his albums, um, and unfortunately, a lot of people were talking about his past, about how he beat women or how he beat his ex girlfriend. Yeah. He beat, and, allegedly, he beat her until she was blind in one eye. Yeah, and so I'm not... And she was pregnant at the time. I'm not going to... I'm not going to justify what he one, did. One right? wrong doesn't make it right. Yeah, so domestic violence is a horrible thing. Um, but on his music alone, there are a lot of kids out there that could relate to it. And, yeah. and I posted on my Facebook page that it reminded me of a lot, a lot of when Tupac died. And I remember very vividly when he died in, I think it was 1996, I was 15 years old. And I was like, I remember being very so shocked and so, and like, I didn't know what was happening because Tupac to me, even though I wasn't a gangster, I, as a young black boy, angry at the world, right? I, he was my voice. And this X was the voice, is the voice for millions of these younger kids out here. Yeah. And so I always encourage, I encourage all my friends, I say, if you don't. You might not have to understand, but if you have parents or you have kids that, you know, 20 and below, yeah, talk to your kids about it because he was their voice. So, yeah. I saw a really good meme on this, and the meme was, like, if you were to kill, like, when they listed a bunch of famous people at 20, like, their story stopped so short of their greatness. Like, so if you would have killed Maya Angelou at 20, she was a prostitute and kind of a deadbeat mother. Yeah. And if you were to kill Malcolm X, he was a thief. Right. at 20 and like right. so so many people you know at the age of 20 were not in their full wisdom and their full growth yet Nobody and so does. no one is Nobody. and so we have no clue what he would have grown to be exactly. the inspiration or the positive force in which he could have you know right. he could have generated and so that's what i always think about with him and a lot of people are saying well they they don't like the comparison they said don't compare Malcolm max don't say i'm that's the, it's the truth it's the, the truth story. it's the truth at 20, right. I posted on my Facebook. Hey, man, okay. At 20, I thought gay people were going to hell. Right. I was angry at the world. Right. I was a thief. You know, five years later, I, I became a different, completely different right. man. Yeah. But I would never have gotten the opportunity if I was killed at 20. I would have died what they thought so I was. So limited. You know? And right. so, yeah. And I've I seen the uprise on this guy. Like, I, I actually thought, like, the government got involved in his death and and. and Mixing it up with this Dietrich dude or whatever, but I just seen him on this this next level and you know, becoming this 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 activist on a on a, mm. on a on a on a huge level and that was I just thought they would put a stop to it. What so. the hell you just give me? 
I'm excited. Really, bro? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let, let's just go ahead and get to it then. Uh, next uh, is our what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? Tony, go ahead. I'm going to go. Jay done started it. I was like, what the hell am I sipping on right now? He ain't like my ish, y'all. So I'm, I'm hating right now that he didn't. I'm disappointed that he did not like my ish. <laughs> he gave you a bunch too, Jay. You know, you know yeah. what the problem is? I, I ain't warn you what it was. You didn't warn me and I, my, my palate is still from the liquor. Oh, okay. The tequila, so right. I got a clean palate. I'm going to drink it, though. Okay. That's what Jay always says. You could give him the most terrible taste in drink, and he'd be like, I'm going to drink it, though. <laughs> it ain't that, that's that life coach I was just talking about earlier. Like he was, His body language showed didn't like it. That's he that poverty. And he came back and that's gave called, him something positive. That's called being poor and not throwing shit away. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that poverty yeah. right oh, there. Oh, you're going to eat that. Yeah. Oh, you're going to drink that. Exactly. Yeah. So what Wait, is it? Uh, but my my ish this week is this Taj Mahal premium lager beer from Ashley. It's a uh, slow brewed in India. This is an Indian brew um, that's different. It's not it, terrible. I actually kind of like it. Which I don't it's really a like very smooth imported beer called Taj Mahal. It's light skin. My first time of having this, I was actually uh, I was shooting a movie in 2015 at this mm-hmm. uh, at a friend's uh, location, mm-hmm. Manny Buller, matter of fact, at the CI Group downtown in th- downtown Tampa. It almost like there's uh he designed that, yeah. he designed furniture. So um Taj Mahal is spelled T A J M A H A L. It's a premium lager. Um I, for my beer drinkers out there, people who don't really drink beer that like a beer though, I would say it's a light beer. It's, it's, it's a, a light yeah. tasting beer, is it's pretty cool. And you can't find it anywhere else but like um some foreign like like type stores. And who put you onto it? The guy named Manny Bowler, he's actually Indian and uh he owns oh, yeah. he owns a uh, a furniture store. A custom design furniture store called CI Group downtown Tampa. Okay, so, yeah, I never had it before. It was my first time having that. So, yeah, it's, gotta get it cold, good. man. I've been sipping this. Yeah, I should have worn it. It's different. It's just different. I actually like it, but I really like milder beers or like what are they uh, called? Light beer. Like light beers. Like I like right. beers that don't have a, what is that? A lot of hoppier or hop hops. Yeah, yo, last, so you, you wouldn't like an IPA. Last week though, or week before last, when Tony and I was out. I Tony, I oh. got the uh, uh, unholy, the unholy. Finally, hey, he was like, "Damn, I bought a six pack." I actually kind of like unholy too. I bought, a, I, bought a six, I bought two six packs. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm telling you, I actually had two today. Fuck, unholy is good. All right, Jay, what's your ish? All right, so my ish, Tony already know what my ish is. So hey. I'm a little sad. I'm a little disappointed in myself. Oh my god, what? I had never been. To Red Robin Gourmet Burgers Yum. my entire life. <gasps> what? I know. Unlimited fries. I know. Remember the song? So le- Red oh. Robin. Red Robin. <laughs> so I went to Red Robin Yum. last week and I got a burger. Last Friday, actually. I want to reward myself for having a great week of eating right. And that burger... And Gave those you steak life. fries were amazing. <laughs> amazing. The fries are really good, especially was, like what is happening right wow. now. Like, why have I not ever tasted this in my entire life? That crack. Yo, it was so good. They have unlimited steak fries, steak and fries. they're really good. I don't know who can eat all those damn fries, you can't, but I can understand why they want to because right. it was that good. And so it was just really, it was a great experience. Wow. I know I wouldn't cho- choose it, but man. 
That's if you how ain't never had Red Robin, please go get Red Robin. <laughs> That's how we was when Checkers first came to Tampa, uh, mm. which is rallies Checkers up was north. the whole thing. But the when fries. they brought them goddamn seasoned fries out, Woo! niggas went ballistic over these seasoned yeah. damn fries, man. You can't put season on something. We gonna love it. Yo, I used to think that McDonald's was fries the was the fries. best fries ever. Like, I used to go back and forth yeah. actually with Wendy's and McDonald's. I thought Wendy's Low was. Low-key Arby's no. has the better flies because they got curly fries. I don't fries. like curly yeah, fries. No. I don't like curly fries. It was always, this is, my mom's getting so pissed off with me. If I wanted a Burger King cheeseburger with McDonald's fries. I used to always no, get those because Burger King has the better burgers. And yes, has, I used to love that flame boiled fiery that, taste. I've done that sh- right. that jump before that where I've gone to Burger King for a burger and then went to McDonald's and I hate right Burger King. It's, it's always best when they get the Burger King and the McDonald's on the same. same. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, so that, those steak fries, I think Red, Red Robin, Robin probably yum, yum. Yum. cake on both of them. Yum. So <laughs> my wish? ish this week is um, if you have Blue Claws Boot Shield. They have this inst- this program where you can enroll. It's called Healthways, and it's like twenty six or twenty seven dollars a month, hmm. and it gives you access to pretty much like every gym: LA Fitness, Planet Fitness, Anytime Fitness, Crunch, um, some YMCA, some Gold Gyms. I mean, it just gives you universal access to pretty much all of the major gyms. And so it's amazing because you only pay $26 a month. But, like, for me, if I want to go to LA Fitness, the one, the signature one, because I want to go, you know, to the pool, mm-hmm. I can. If I want to just go to what's local to me, which is Crunch, I, you know, can go there. Wow. I can even go to some of the powerhouses. So it's just the ability to really go to whatever's convenient to me is really nice and also for me i get really bored in gyms so the option to change them up is really nice right. so you can go to any of them anytime yes. you want so if i want to go to crunch on monday i can go to la fitness on a wednesday yes uh-huh. and so i'll go to la fit and when you go in they like look you up in their system and then they give you your own little you That's know fob or whatever right. card they have and so you don't have to keep going through that every single time and so i have a card for uh la fitness and a card for crunch because those are the two that i really That's to. That's pretty That's dope. Nice. So yeah, I, I learned that. that i found that out from a friend and i am sharing that with you guys because it is literally my ish i've been going back to the gym recently hey, a you lot. make sure you post that on our, on our can i do one more stuff. yeah yes. go ahead bro. one more and because half of the year we're at halfway mark, pretty much. My other ish is vision boards. Oh. I did a vision board right. in January of 2018 this year, and it has been really great. That's what's up. Because it has helped me stay on track for the things I want to accomplish, the things I listed, like traveling more this year and um, publishing my book and getting right. my life course certification, this, this, you know, paying off all my debt. I have one more thing to pay. And I'll be debt free. That's like I'm super excited about that. That's amazing. And so you go buy us some shoes, though. I'm gonna buy you some shoes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Some Aldos. I'm, I'm gonna buy you some. I don't know about Aldos. Some so. Jordans. But yeah. So if you've never done a life uh, uh, vision board, do a vision board. It really yeah. does help you out. And I'm, so I'm gonna try. piggyback off the vision board thing because I, I know a lot of people that have done them. I have not done one myself. Should do one. We should do. One. I haven't right. done one myself people, either. We should do one for the all as a group. All we team, can do that. All Tino Shea podcast vision board. Down. See what I'm with. Maybe we'll we can do it. like a live Facebook feed and do it all together I'm online. Ready for it. But the thing I think people need to do is when you do that vision board, commit to it. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest thing. People just don't want to go and look good and take Facebook pictures. Look at me, I'm doing a vision board. Yeah. 
but stick to the fucking vision board that you got all year. It's a commitment. That's what you're doing. Uh, do not take your ass to the fucking party. That's what, it's, yeah. it's, it's bigger than that. And I get so tired of people. I see people post these, oh, I'm, I'm doing a vision board, or they're going to a vision board party, and then two months later, they're not doing anything on their fucking vision board. Yeah, and you don't have to be the beginning of the year to do it. You can do it right, right. now. You can do, do it whenever. Tomorrow. So the one thing I haven't accomplished on my vision board so far yet is finding a woman, though. I did have that on my vision board. Found a woman. It's going to happen. But I feel good about it. All, All right. right, so let's go ahead and jump to the advice piece. So our advice is from Holly, and Holly. she says, Hi, Altino Shade. Hey. I love the podcast and I can't wait to hear the next episode. Thank you. Here's my question to you. How do you get over someone you deeply love but can't seem to shake them, but you know deep down they're no good for you? Hmm. Here's a quick backstory. I met this man at a wedding. My friend Karen was my manager and he was friends with the best man. He asked for my number at the wedding and I didn't give it to him, but he convinced Karen to give him my number and he hollered at me a few months later. We fell hard and fast and that probably should have been the first sign it wasn't gonna last. But of course it was good and I'm not just speaking about the sex. Everything was perfect. He had his own everything and he was attentive and loving, but then one day he just changed on me but my love stayed the same. We've been on again and off again since 2015, and I just feel that he lied and totally swept me off my feet, and now I can't get over him. And sleeping with someone new just to get revenge or over him is not how I use my vagina. Mm. I've been praying, but I need some advice. Please help me. Wow. <clears throat> Who's going first, Tony? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listening to this, it sounds like she ended up falling in the trap of someone who was lusting for her. Mm. And 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 now that 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 time frame in his mind is is he got what he wanted he spent the time you know Deuces. I think it was somebody with a, like that he probably seen himself can be in, being with but yeah. not you no know, not long term yeah, and she I think she fell victim to it or whatever so um my far as like getting over this um my thing is I tell everybody you have to make make it happen and and, yeah. and and we can't do it because we're so hurt but time and my thing I'm going to tell you this time heals everything and that's something we have to learn and it's something you just have to uh, you got to step out and do but time heals everything I think time heals everything mm-hmm. with, when you have actions behind it right. right right and so you can just sit there and say time heals everything and not do anything right but if you I feel like you have to make sure that you well hold on first thing is make a make a rule with your friends that they don't ever ever give your number out to random people <laughs> right. without first checking right. with me first oh boy sound adamant though that's why yeah, I think, that's why I, why know, I think it happened um, secondly I'm a firm believer that the best way to get over someone is to remain busy with other things so that your mind doesn't take you back and that when you're bored you don't go back to what you know so that's what I was saying I'm like yes I agree time does heal everything mm-hmm. But make sure that you keep yourself busy. You have to, right. Yeah, right. do things to take your mind off of that situation so you don't... What they always... always says, uh, idle hands is the work of the devil or something mm-hmm. like that. So definitely keep yourself busy. I would definitely say you need to shift your perspective and your, pers- and your, your perspective on this particular matter, right? Like, you are taking the victim mentality. Like, he somehow swindled you and 
you know, he wasn't being authentic. He may have been authentic. He right. may have really liked you, really adored you, mm-hmm. maybe really actually still loves you, but realizes for some reason or the other that you guys are not compatible. And that's where he has stepped back from. Mm-hmm. And he has that same, you have the same effect that he has where he can't let it go, even though he knows it's not going to last. Right. So I wouldn't necessarily, I'm always the benefit of the doubt person though. So, yeah. I mean, that's just who I am. But like, I wouldn't necessarily, I don't believe in taking a victim mentality. You're not a victim in this situation. You're an equal Own your part- shit. Yeah, you're an equal participant. You guys got lovey dovey. You played your part. He played his part. And at the end of the day, it doesn't work or it didn't work. Right. And the fact that you guys are still entertaining it, you have to know, especially after the first time that you guys kind of broke it off and then you got back together. After that, you already knew what the situation was. And so you need to take your power back. You need to stop considering yourself a victim and say, okay. Okay, I can't wait for him to decide that this is where he needs to be because I love him so much. You need to say, well, I really love me so much. And I really want a healthy and happy relationship. And, you know, they say sometimes get over to get over someone, you need to get under someone. I don't necessarily subscribe to that, but what you can do is you can focus on you right. and, and time heals everything. If you're not dealing with that person. Right. So you can't have them coming in and out of your life and thinking yeah. you're ever going to get over it. You're like, never going to get over it. Definitely have to go move on. And like Jay said earlier, you gotta start staying busy. Cause that's how you're going to cut on. him out. Right. Throw that, that man away. Right. The yeah. whole time is everything is. I think, um, you know, you aren't healed or over this man. And, it, but I do think that's, so, I think it's okay to spend time with other people. Right. Like, that's okay. As long as you're upfront and honest, I'll say, hey, look, I'm still kind of healing. I'm not over my ex. I just need companionship. There's right. nothing wrong with wanting and needing companionship. Right. You got to be open and honest with the person that you are trying to spend that companionship with so they, so they understand where they are. But as far as your your on again off again, you need to cut him off completely. Delete, completely. Delete his number, block it, delete, delete all social media connections and email. Don't go back and check it. And, and yes, go on dates with other men, but be honest with them about, you know, you aren't ready for a relationship. And don't just delete block because yeah, you delete, right. they still you hit still you up and you'd be like, okay, and I know that number. And you still get tagged with a friend. Right. And all no, that but block it so that literally neither one of you have access to each other. Right. And so that's and what you It's easier to said than done, but you're going to have to take some type hey, of I had God on this truth. I had to move for, to a whole other state in order to, for me to completely sever ties right. with my ex. And even... When I moved, sporadically, randomly, she would still try to hit me up because I didn't block her because I missed that friendship. Yeah. But I created that distance. I created that space. And I'm not telling you to move to another state or wherever you are. I'm just saying that I know it's not easy, like Tony said, but sometimes you just got to do some drastic changes. Yeah, Holly, you need to let that man go and you need to let him (laughs) go and not let him re-enter. Mm, all right uh, so anything else <laughs> fellas like no i don't have anything it. i'm going on a blind date this weekend <gasps> a blind a blind oh my god i can't wait date. till next week so I'm, we can I'm, hear I'm about little, it i'm a little nervous have you ever done a blind date i, I have. have like completely blind completely like blind. never seen them picture. never saw any picture really i'm yeah. nervous I, about it. I wasn't gonna I do actually, it i i requested pictures the day of 
and I, I went through it. I like, that ain't oh, a blind bitch. date, though. That, exactly. I was that fucking scared. I'm like, scared. Look, I'm I scared. can't wait till next week. I, I want to hear all about I, this. I can't do nobody that's 400 pounds. I just was well, scared told, with all the catfish and stuff going on back then. I told this friend, I said, don't. I said, can't. You put some restrictions at I think the blind date is actually pretty cool Because you don't go with this expectation Of what you think they look like Yeah so as long as they're decent, you just kind of you're happily surprised. Yeah, and that's exactly what I would think of telling myself. I'm like, you know how you, you play the scenario over in your head yeah. when they walk in, you're like, you know what? I am pleasantly surprised yeah. by, by your looks or whatnot. So Cause certain people like in pictures, they look really like I feel like I look better in pictures than I do in person. <laughs> but like certain people just are very photogenic and so nothing's yeah. worse than when you go on like a date. And that person's super photogenic, and it doesn't read like yeah, in like person. I, I feel like I look better in person than I do. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. But if I'm doing a blind date, I'm, I'm probably gonna be that dude that's gonna lie. Like I'm gonna say I got on a, a red shirt. I'll be over here waiting on you. I hate you. And I'll be the nigga in the black shirt that actually you walk by or, me. I do want to do something different. Like I want to go buy an outfit that makes me stand out from everyone else. Like yeah. trying to mix it up. I've, I've, I probably have done a blind date. Oh, this since, is like, exciting. Since, from like maybe 2007. Let so. me and Elle come watch from afar. Oh, Oh my god, can we? No. Can we Why do not? this on Facebook Live? We're gonna, no. we're gonna give you like an earpiece so we can like talk to you and shit. <laughs> give me points. Right. Give me points. No, yeah, like, like, they're gonna, the dog, she's too heavy. No, there she goes. <laughs> no, y'all are not invited. Oh, she too- be, I'm looking at y'all the entire time, like, what's wrong? Something wrong? What's going on? Nah. But you know, if you need us, I can just like fake something. Yeah, well, you, well, call me or tell me where we'll you're going, and I can give you the piece. emergency call if you need. No, I don't know. We'll give him a, a secret service. I actually piece. haven't decided where we're going yet because the person who know. I'm going on this blind date with apparently is a vegan. So I'm trying to find uh, a restaurant. Throw that woman away. Take a sweet tomato. Woman with natural hair and works out. So take a sweet tomatoes. Sweet tomatoes. Oh my god, I'd be so hungry every time I go to sweet tomatoes. So bored. I gotta find something with in between, like so yeah. So that's about it. So I'm right. excited. We'll find out next weekend. I can't wait for Good next luck. weekend. All right. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and Already? call this sip session done. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello. Peace. Peace. Bye.